April 30th, John chapter 1, verses 1 through 28. In the beginning the Word already existed. He was with God, and He was God. He was in the beginning with God. He created everything there is. Nothing exists that He didn't make. Life itself was in Him, and this life gives light to everyone. The light shines through the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. God sent John the Baptist to tell everyone about the light, so that everyone might believe because of his testimony. John himself was not the light. He was only a witness to the light. The one who is the true light, who gives light to everyone, was going to come into the world. But although the world was made through him, the world didn't recognize him when he came. Even in his own land and among his own people, he was not accepted. But to all who believed him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. They are reborn. This is not a physical birth resulting from human passion or plan. This rebirth comes from God. So the Word became human and lived here on earth among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness, and we have seen His glory, the glory of the only Son of the Father. John pointed Him out to the people. He shouted to the crowds, This is the one I was talking about when He said, Someone is coming who is far greater than I am, for He existed long before I did. We have all benefited from the rich blessings He brought to us, one gracious blessing after another. For the law was given through Moses. God's unfailing love and faithfulness came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but His only Son, who is Himself God, is near to the Father's heart. He has told us about Him. This was the testimony of John when the Jewish leaders sent priests and temple assistants from Jerusalem to ask John whether he claimed to be the Messiah. He flatly denied it. I am not the Messiah, he said. Well, then, who are you? they asked. Are you Elijah? No, he replied. Are you the prophet? No. Then who are you? Tell us, so we can give an answer to those who sent us. What do you have to say about yourself? John replied in the words of Isaiah, I am a voice shouting in the wilderness, Prepare a straight pathway for the Lord's coming. Then those who were sent by the Pharisees asked him, If you aren't the Messiah or Elijah or the prophet, what right do you have to baptize? John told them, I baptize with water, but right here in the crowd is someone you do not know who will soon begin his ministry. I am not even worthy to be his slave. This incident took place at Bethany, a village east of the Jordan River, where John was baptizing. When I look at people, I always ask the question, I say, man, tell me what Nike stands for. They said, oh, ink, that's easy, just do it. I said, tell me what Adidas stands for. Oh, ink, that's easy, man, impossible, it's nothing. I said, now tell me what you stand for. When people look at you, do they think excuses? 
When people look at you, do they think victory? When people look at you, do they think that's a person that's going to give me everything they got, not on some days, but on every day, and it's not going to be predicated upon if I feel like it, because I think we all know if we only worked on the days when we felt like it, none of us would get much accomplished. I'm talking about the real level of commitment. Not the commitment that falls in line if everything goes right. I'm speaking of the commitment that says, I am going to stay true to what I said I would do long after the mood that I've set it in his life. See, most people, ladies and gentlemen, are stoppable. Most people, all you have to do is tell them no. All you have to do is make it inconvenient for them. All you have to do is make it difficult for them and they're stuck. See, when you go to get your goal, don't think that all you have to do is think positive and everything's going to work out okie-dokie for you. When you go to get your goal, you are sending a telegram to Murphy's Law to visit you personally. You thought you was just going to have a dream and a goal, and you were just going to wake up and just walk into the sunset. You're like, dream, boom. It don't work like that. You have a dream, and then life pumps you. Life pumps you and say, do you really want this? You gonna lose friends, do you really want this? Do you really want this? Cousins gonna abandon you. People that you used to be like this with gonna think you bougie and don't wanna deal with you. It's a part of it, but I paid too much. If I was gonna quit, I would've quit in the abandoned building when I wanted to commit suicide and take my life. I should've quit when I heard my voice say, your mama don't want you, your daddy don't want you, take your life. I got through that, so why I'm gonna quit over F on a grave? Come on. And so I'm telling y'all, you have come too far to quit now. You have invested too much to quit now. You have lost too much to quit now. Don't cry about it. Don't whine about it. Get a reward for your pain. And so by being committed to everything that I started, I finished it, it built a certain type of spirit. It built a certain type of mentality. It built a certain type of individual. And so now I couldn't quit even if I wanted to. I couldn't stop even if I wanted to. I had too much sweat equity in my life and everything that I was doing. You're too close to quit now. You gotta take another lap. You gotta take another lap. Cause you never know, this might be the one. You can't stop because you're tired. You can't stop because you got your feelings hurt. You got to take another lap. Keep walking. Keep walking. Keep walking. You're going to make it. You're going to do it. You got an unstoppable fire. Come on, take another lap. Don't you stop. Don't stop walking. <laughs>